I'm going to tell you this is advanced. And what I mean by this is I didn't really learn how to handle objections purely head-on until later in my career, probably into my sixth, seventh, eighth year in my career. And I was already doing very well, and I was already earning a lot of money compared to my peers and compared to most people my age who'd been out in the workforce for as long as I had. But I really didn't learn how to handle objections head-on until about 1985. And that's when I entered the window and insulation business that I was just speaking of. The reason I had to handle objections head-on in that business is because I was selling senior citizens through a grant, and on average, the senior citizens had to speak to someone else. Quite often, they wanted to speak to their children. And this got to the point where if they called their children and spoke to them, the children would think straight out, it's the salesman trying to take my parents or my grandparents' money. They hadn't met me. They hadn't seen the quality of the products. They assumed that I was fly-by-night because I was coming around door-to-door. So I really had to get good at handling this objection. This is the objection, again, about wanting to talk to someone else. Now, I go through this objection in the chapter on assumption in the fundamentals and how I closed the deal at the Toronto Stock Exchange. I'm going to explain how to do this as well because there's really two ways to handle this objection. I want to talk to someone else. It's such a common objection, and there's two ways to handle it. First of all is head-on. And the way I used to handle it with the parents of the children and the senior citizens was very simple. I used to say, ma'am, sir, I'm going to tell you what. You've seen my presentation. You've seen my products. You know they're good. They're in your neighbor's houses. You know it's quality. The fact is, if you call your children and tell them that a door-to-door salesperson came around and wants to sell you these windows, should you go for it or not, they're going to tell you no. Why are they going to tell you no? Because they haven't seen me. They don't know me. They haven't seen my product or service. And they're going to think that I'm just trying to rip you off. But you have seen this product. You have seen this service. You know it's good. You've met me. You know this is a great offer. And also, you know the other thing? You've been around on this planet 25 years longer than your children. In reality, who should be better to make a decision on this but you? And I know you want it, so why don't we go ahead and do it, okay? And you know what? I would close more than half of my prospects on that exact response when I received that objection. I handled it head-on. I told them what was going to happen in advance when they called their children. I didn't wait until they called because I'd never get the deal. And I'd rather just handle it straight out. It's the same thing in our weight loss business. Many of the women that come in want to speak to their husbands. Well, you know what? Obviously, this is important that they do speak to their husbands. But on the first visit, we give them a special price. So very simply, what we can do in this case is write on the contract based on husband's approval. And I don't ask, whenever I'm writing something on the contract that gives a cancellation out clause, I never ask for permission to do this. I still assume, remember, all closing and all objection handling and all selling is assumption. This is the fundamental you have to learn. Right away when someone's telling me, I have to think about this, I have to speak to my husband. I write right on the agreement immediately, based on husband's approval, 48-hour notice to cancel at any time. And I just hand them the form and say, please initial here. And then I would say, ma'am, I can understand that you would want to speak to your husband because we understand that relationships are delicate. 
And the last thing that I would ever want to do is cause some difficulty between you and your husband. Now you can get the very best price. At the same time, you can go home and show your husband that we were courteous and we worked with you and didn't want to do anything without him. But if you and he decide that you would like to reverse this purchase and not lose the weight that you wanted to lose, then you can simply call us back and we'll void the contract. No problem at all. And then you just hand them the form, hand them the pen, and get them to okay there. Very simple. So again, this can be handled in two ways. I want to talk to someone else. One, with a cancellation clause written on the form, or two, head-on by telling them what the other people are going to say. You make your decision. You make your choice. That's the way this is to be handled. There is no other way. I'm going to tell you about a last-chance close. This is something that I've often done, and obviously being in the door-to-door sales business where it's raw selling, and I had to close or I didn't eat, it was really a game. It got to the point where I wanted to close every single person I spoke to, no matter what. And I can tell you, it doesn't really matter whether you're door-to-door, whether you're in front of someone selling them a car, selling them some life insurance, selling them some clothes, all of these techniques work just as well. This is what I call the last chance close. For example, I'm sitting in a house and talking to a couple about putting some new windows and doors in their house. They can't make up their mind no matter what. And I've used this close with water filters. I've used this close with home improvements. I've used this close in many situations. And this is called the last chance close. And I really like this one. They're giving me the objection. They want to think about it. They want to talk about it. They just can't make up their mind. They want a day. The reality is... I know if I come back the next day, the odds are they're going to answer the door and say no thanks. So I really want to get the order today. So what I did is say simply this. Ma'am, sir, what I'm going to do is this. I know you want to go ahead with this. I know you want to make the decision. I want to give you a chance to do it. So what I'm going to do is this. I'm going to walk out the door. I'm going to walk around the block. And when I come back, you two will make the right decision. I'll see you in a minute. So I'd put on my shoes. I'd walk outside. I'd wait outside for five or ten minutes. I'd come back in. And you know what? 50% of the time, I'd get that deal. The thing is, is that you need to have fantastic rapport. How many times am I going to say this? Well, obviously, you cannot do this without fantastic rapport. But every single last close, you never know. You never, ever know. How many asks are too many asks? I answered this question in the last chapter. The answer is simply this. If you still feel there's a chance you can get that order, keep asking. It's those deals, those ones where you're not sure if you're going to get it or not, but you're not sure that you're not going to get it. I don't know how many orders I've closed, really not thinking that I was going to get the deal for sure, but I kept persevering. I kept up quality rapport I kept up quality excitement about my product or service, and I never gave up, and I got that order. And when the deal was done, you know what? Both parties were happy. This is the thing about it. You could get objection, 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 objection. And as soon as you get the deal, bang, both parties are happy. That's what powerful selling is all about. That's what Sales Superstar is all about. That's what a great day is all about. When you end that day and you think, wow, that was fun. That was hard work, but that was rewarding. Now, the customer's happy. I made some money. I did a great job, and I feel fantastic. 
And that's why the high after a great day of selling is so unduplicatable. Because when you make that sale, when you handle that objection, and you do that last chance close and get that order that you're just not sure about, that's the difference between a sales superstar and an ordinary salesperson. Let's talk about the rules of handling objections. Number one, ultimate belief in your product or service and the benefit to your prospect will remove the fear of confrontation. We know that people are afraid of confrontation, but if it's for the benefit of the customer, there's no reason to be afraid of confronting anyone. Two, you need to decipher an early objection and determine, should I argue with this or should I let it slide? Don't misdiagnose an objection. If it's early on in the presentation and it's something like, I'm not sure about this. I'm not sure if I want to go ahead with this. I'm just checking in. I just want to see what it's all about. I'm not buying anything. Let those slide. You've got to get your presentation on. You've got to create the need. You've got to build the value. You have to do the proper close. That's when you make the sale. Let the wall come down. Next, don't prejudge your prospects or build objections in your own mind prior to a sales presentation. You heard my story about KK. Remember that story and you will sell a lot more deals and you'll have a lot better days. Why would you want to ever enter a day in the negative? Next, don't create a wall when handling objections. The wall of objection or the wall of argument that goes up when two people get into an argument is not where you want to be. You want to lose the battle but win the war. You don't want to win the argument but lose the sale. Next, always keep your body language and tonality strong. Never let the prospect sense that you are defeated and you're giving up. This is so important because you might say, fine, but your body language is showing that you're afraid you're going to lose the deal. You have to keep your body language strong through all objections. The customer is going to sense this as ultimate belief in your product. Whenever you keep your body language strong, the customer will really believe that you really believe in the product and you're there for them, not there for yourself. It's when you let your body language get weak that you're showing you're just there for the money. And the person that's the best at handling objections is not just there for the money. The person that's the best at handling objections is there to close the deal for the prospect and for your job and for your money. Next, always use the four steps to handling objections. Agree, listen, resell, close. Agree, bring down the barrier, listen, determine what the objection is, resell, work for the order, and then close. Very, very simple. Next, many objections aren't real. Objections such as, I want to think about it, often mean that they're not sold or you didn't close them properly. You asked a question that led into, I want to think about it, rather than an assumption close. And objections like, I can't afford it, are often not the truth. This is something you need to be aware of and you need to take responsibility for. Next, don't be afraid to work for the order. Often when you get an objection and it means I'm not sold, you have to go back and resell the person. You have to repeat yourself. Repetition is the mother of learning and it's also the father of selling. Next, the best way to handle objections is head on. Don't beat around the bush. Whenever I'm buying something and someone's beating around the bush with me, I don't like it. Handle objections head on. Don't be afraid to look at the scene 
look at the scenario, look at the situation, and handle it head on. Keep your rapport at all times when you're doing this, but handle your objections head on. Last but not least, always use every last close, as you never know when a no will become a yes. Remember, folks, your closing percentage equals your ability to use the closing techniques in Sales Superstar to perfection. Most importantly, the ability to be able to build the value of your product or service as high as possible before giving the actual price. And then your ability to handle objections to perfection. That equals your closing percentage.